Welcome to Let's Talk About It Buffalo with your host Anthony Stevens right here out of the city of Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. Welcome to season number two, episode number four, the black church in America. If this is your very first time joining us here on Let's Talk About It Buffalo, why don't you give yourselves a round of applause We thank you so very much for joining us right here on Let's Talk About It Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. Again, we'd like to thank all of our sponsors all over the world who sponsor Let's Talk About It Buffalo. If it wasn't for you, there would be no podcast. Thank you for your acts of kindness and generosity toward this show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into our topic for the evening, the Black Church in America. I know that many of us can thank our ancestors for all they had to accomplish in those days of walking on those dusty roads, even while riding on a wagon to church, however they got to church, they made it to the house of the Lord. And just imagine the importance of the black church in America. So tonight we're going to be playing different interviews on the black church in America. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed this podcast show on this evening. Has been the seminal force in shaping the history of the African-American people. The history of the black church explores the rich, complex, and nuanced history of faith since our ancestors arrived on these shores all the way to the 21st century. The church gave people a sense of worthiness. I don't know how we could have survived as a people without it. To tell the story adequately, I turned to major leaders of the black church and major social figures in our country, including my friends John Legend and Oprah Winfrey, Yolanda Adams, Pastor Shirley Caesar, Kurt Franklin, and a host of scholars across the country. We had to have some individual and institutional arm in order to preserve our sanity. Music's really the language of the black church. Spirituals and gospel woven into the foundation of the church. The role of music in the black church is everything. It sets the tone for how you will feel when the word comes forth. Women are the backbone of the church. People need to know that before it was Martin's dream, it was Prathia's prayer. Women were preaching, they were teaching. They were fighting for our political rights outside of the church, but also fighting for their rights to preach within the church. We were very quick to address racism, but very slow to address sexism. At critical moments in our history, you will find the church at the center of our collective life playing a pivotal role of anchoring our people and inspiring them to greatness.
Ladies and gentlemen, as you heard, the black church in America, the importance of our ancestors going to church to give us the right to worship and praise God in our language. It is amazing how the history of the black church has carried on and on through this world. The different ways of worship, the different ways that God has blessed our heritage by the tambourine, by playing on the washboards. When they did not have drums, they used a tub as a baseboard to play, to have the music. Using the scrub board, again, as I said, for music, using fiddles that they would sew with to make music. It is amazing how the world was blessed through our ancestors to go to church, to, to worship God on Sunday morning and be able to feel the power of the anointing of God through their services, through the outcome of what the black church was to us today. We're going to hear some more interviews as we get in it. Stay tuned. I hope you're learning something today. But we're talking about the black church in America. Continue on listening to this interview. Shepherding the freedom struggle reached its pinnacle. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. King fused religion, nonviolent resistance, and the prophetic tradition to challenge Jim Crow while invoking the musical legacy of the spirituals that enslaved African Americans had created. Today, the Black Church remains a fundamentally important institution in the Black community. The Black Church has had to be everything to Black people because American society was unwilling to do so. Today, we don't need the church to do the same things for us, but do I think the church is still a relevant institution? Absolutely. It is the place that you can come and rebuild your spirit after you deal with the spiritual assault on Black life that many African Americans experience because of enduring histories of racism and discrimination. Ladies and gentlemen, as we just listened to some more of these interviews on the black church, I just want you to think about your ancestors, what they had to go through during that time of the Jim Crow law. Many lives were hurt because of other men and other women killing each other. That was not the race. But also, ladies and gentlemen, it was power in the black church. 
uh, later on in this Black History celebration, I'm going to share one powerful man with you by the name of Bishop Charles Harrison Mason. I'm going to share the story with you in our next podcast show. But as we get into the black church, there are more and more interviews that we can share with you. We're going to share some more interviews with you right now that you can hear on the black church. Ladies and gentlemen, it's important to know what your heritage had to go through. They had to go through so much. And many of them were slaves. And they were working in the field. But they still made it time to get to church. Here we go. I want to share this with you now. My mother's family has worshipped in this church for generations. The lessons I learned here, the power of faith, the importance of community, have remained with me and sustained me in the same way the black church has sustained the African-American people from the days of slavery to this day. The black church was more than just a spiritual home. It was the epic center of black life. Out of it came our black businesses, our black educational institutions. The church gave people a sense of value and of belonging and of worthiness. I don't know how we could have survived as a people without it. Ladies and gentlemen, as you just heard, uh, Oprah Winfrey and many others talk about the black church, the importance of the black church, how the black church meant a lot to the world, how it meant for our ancestors to have to deal with being whooped and beat and almost killed for what they believed in. They stood up for the rights that they can worship God and give God praise. No matter how the outcome looked, these people stood up to do what was right to do. Even when it was tough times, even when they had to endure being whooped and beat, and how they had to change the generation that was coming after them. I talked about the education. Many of them could not read or write, but it was something about their prayer life that changed the generation of people. Something about them giving a word unto people and souls were blessed. Imagine for a second after you hear the stories of many people who had to suffer many things because of their religion, because of what they believed in. Many people were burned because of what they believed in. 
Many died standing on the principles of the church. Dr. Martin Luther King played a very major role in the black church. It was the black church that kept families together. It was the black church that did things to keep us encouraged right now. The black church is continuing. And the black church is continuing in the way that it may be different than it was before. But back then they had power. People were being delivered. Because when they got over here to America... The black church were powerful. The black church had meaning. To this day, it still has meaning. It's because of the word of God that does not change. It was because of the gospel that was preached by educated and uneducated men who may not know how to read or write, but they have power behind them. It was something about their prayer life that changed the generation of young people, changed the generation of people. My father told me many stories of how they went to church. Some of them had to ride a mule to church. A horse to church. But as long as they were in the presence of God. It was a change. It was a change. It took place. We heard it. In our interview tonight. About many of them were slaves. Working on the field. From sun up. To sundown. But they made it. To church. They made it so they can be in the presence of God it is something that really helps me understand the importance of the black church in America if it wasn't for my heritage if it wasn't for your heritage there would be no church the church started with our ancestors how they worship, how they praise God. There was something about it that made you feel good to know that somebody somewhere had a moment of worship, had a moment of speaking to God. And that was it. The black church had power. It's always history. That goes along with the black church. Even the voting rights. Became a part of the black church. Teaching them to. Do the things that were right. We're going to hear some more. Interviews. But. I want to share something with you tonight. The importance. Of the black church. Let's hear this interview. Pastor will say, God is good. And the congregation will say, God is 
it's good. You can hear this type of interaction between a pastor and the congregation in black churches all across the country today. But understanding how this and other traditions began takes us back to slavery and African traditions in the U.S. A University of Toledo professor says you cannot understand the black community without understanding the black church. Yeah, historically, the institution provided a place to gather and feel safe from discrimination and other injustices. As times change, Tiffany, Tiffany Tarpley explores the relevance of the black church today. Put your hands together. In churches across the country and right here in Toledo, a joyful noise can be heard on Sundays. Worshiping and song and coming together to give thanks. For an African Methodist Episcopal Church in Toledo is no exception. Currently located on Collingwood Boulevard near Indiana Avenue, Reverend Dr. Otis Gordon Jr. is the senior pastor. To the God He's just one leader among generations of pastors sharing the gospel to this congregation. Back in 1847, what they literally did was they uh, wanted a school. And so this began as a school and then gradually a place of worship and the first place of worship. This historical marker sits on Summit Street near Adams in downtown Toledo. It outlines the humble but mighty beginnings of Warren AME, not only Toledo's first black church, but the city's first black institution. African-Americans, the, when they worked uh, in society, they were no one. They were second-class citizens. When they came into the church, they could be the preacher, they could be officers, they were respect and revere. Uh, this was a fairly large church. Reverend Gordon says the history of Warren AME is very long and story. So is the institution of the black church as a whole. He says to them, have you not known? The majority of African Americans, even today in 2023, um, practice uh, Christianity. Angela M. Siner is the director of Africana Studies at the University of Toledo. She explains how the origins of today's black church date back to slavery in the U.S. They saw Jesus as an activist. Uh, Jesus was on the side of the oppressed and not on the side of the oppressor. Late at night, deep in the woods during the period of enslavement, they would hold these meetings called Hush Harbor or Brush Harbor meetings in which they made Christianity speak to their needs. And they created what I call a black theology, uh, that God was a personal God. Uh, you know, if God could save Meshach, Shadrach, and a bad Negro, I mean Abednego, uh, why couldn't he save me, right? The fight for freedom and justice started from the very beginning and lives on to this day. On Sunday morning, uh, it's not uncommon for African-Americans to sit in church and hear about issues uh, that are confronting the black community. In the day, God has the last word. According to a Pew Research study released in 2021, 66% of Black Americans are Protestant, 6% are Catholic, 3% identify with other Christian faiths, and another 3% belong to non-Christian faiths. But one in five Black Americans, about 21%, are not affiliated with any religion. Think about in the 21st century, what the church has meant to the community in the 19th century, beginning during the period of enslavement and into the 19th and the 20th century. And we come to the 21st century, we have 21% that say they are unaffiliated. That, that's, that's startling for the Black community. 
Despite the fact that we might think that the black church is, is irrelevant today, it is still relevant. Um, because individuals still attend, we, we African Americans have the highest attendance rate, uh, by, bar none, uh, for attending church. And so the church is still speaking to the needs of the people. 31. The truth of the matter is that the church will never die. It will, throughout the larger history of the church, it has been, it has ebbed and wept. So we are in one of those times. The church is in the process of changing. I think that once the church becomes more relevant to people in terms of leading them where they are, with the message of Christ, then we'll be more successful. In Toledo, Tiffany Tarpley, WTOL 11. You just heard of this interview of the black church again in America. It took us back to slavery and they took us back on how the people, again, as we said, as we heard different parts of interviews on the black church, the amazing part of all of this is that we all need God no matter what race what color you are where you live what kind of car you drive what home you live in we all need the presence of God what our ancestors felt back then is still the same today God does not change his power does not change his anointing doesn't change. It's what we as people put into our hearts to do. Our ancestors, as I said before, and I don't like to repeat myself, but a lot of them back then did not have education. They didn't have education. But one thing they did have was the power. They had the power to lay hands on the sick. They had power to pray. The word of God was felt back then that it is now in the church. The black church is important. I was born Pentecostal. I was born out of the church of God in Christ. I'm gonna talk about our late founder, Bishop Charles Harrison Mason, in our next podcast show but the black church is relevant today it's relevant when people make up their mind to go to a bible believing teaching church that would teach them the word of god and will bring them into the knowledge that they need for their everyday life their everyday life because we're living in a world now where a lot of people feel that church is not important but I want to share something with my viewing audience that you heard these interviews you heard how the people talked about the ancestors how they made it to worship if they walked, got on a wagon, rode on a horse, they made it to church. They made it to church every Sunday. Even though they had to work in the hot of the day. 
heard my dad tell me how they had to work in the hot of the day to try to make it to service on Sunday. Just amazing to understand the black church in America. To see where we have come from. To see how far we have come. And the people today still trust and believe in God that things will be all right. It's because back then they applied faith to their everyday life. They replied faith to it. They believed that God would see them through. No matter what it was, they believed that God would see them through. My grandmother, my great-grandmother, my great-grandfather, my grandfather, they went through their Jim Crow law. And they saw what it was as a black person to trust and believe in God. They needed that. They needed to know God is still the same God yesterday as he is today. He does not change. Because the black church has brought us this far. Somebody had to put their life on the line for us and give us this opportunity to worship God together. Black churches all over the world are worshiping on Sundays. Some of them worship on Saturday. But they're going to the house of God to get a word to sustain them for the week the troubles they may be in. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here at Let's Talk About It Buffalo with your host, Anthony Stevens, right here out of the city of Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. You can join us on all of our social media sites. You can join us on Facebook at Let's Talk About It Buffalo. You can join us on Instagram at Let's Talk About It Buffalo 9. You can join us on Twitter at Let's Talk About It 4. Also, you can join us on all of our listening platforms from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Break Radio, Radio Republic, Outcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to go and download Spotify right now. All you have to do is download the Spotify app from your Apple store, download it, type in, let's talk about it, podcast, Buffalo, New York on Spotify. Also, ladies and gentlemen, you can join us on iTunes at iTunes.com slash Let's Talk About It podcast, Buffalo, New York. Sooner or later, ladies and gentlemen, it will be $2.99 to download our podcast show. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank 
all of you who have purchased merch. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for your acts of kindness and generosity to our online merch store. The, the description of our online merch store is in the description of this podcast show. All you got to do is click on the link. It'll take you right to our online merch store. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we'd like to thank Anonymous Giver who gave to our cash app $14. Thank you so very much for that Anonymous Giver who has given to our podcast show. You can donate a $1 donation to help Let's Talk About It Buffalo continue doing what we do right here on Anchor and Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen, if it wasn't for you, there would be no podcast. We thank you so very much. Join Let's Talk About It Buffalo Monday through Friday from 6 o'clock p.m. till 6.30 p.m. Right here on Anchor and Spotify. We're trending all over the world. We want you to be a part of Let's Talk About It Buffalo. We have some amazing upcoming events that you do not want to miss. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited. And I hope you are too. If you're celebrating your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday to all of you. And remember, we are the city of good neighbors.